0: You're listening to Run With The Bulls, a podcast discussing a unique approach to everyday finance with everyday people. Run With The Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro, a financial wellness company. Now your hosts, author Danny Kofke and the royalty of financial wellness, Whitney Queen. Yeah, I don't know, you know, uh, you'll probably be about as good as I was. That's kind of the way it works, you know, and I, I, I was below average, you know, so, whoa. So, you'll probably ultimately rank somewhere around there, you know. So, really, uh, you'll excel at a lot of things, just not this. I don't want you out here shooting this ball around all day and night, all right? All right. Okay. All right, go ahead. you want something, go get it. Period. Welcome to Run with the Bulls. My name is Danny Kofke and I'm a motivational mentor with Mentoro. I'm joined by the president of Mentoro, Whitney Queen. Hey, Wit. Hey, Danny, and
1: hello to all of our listeners. So that was a scene from The Pursuit of Happiness, which details the life of Chris Gardner.
0: Yes, yes, it does. And uh didn't you get to see him in person a few years back?
1: I did. I did. I got to listen to him speak and um, got to meet him afterwards and get a signed book. And he has just... As nice as you would think he is like uh, everything that you see in the movie, everything that you read in the book, everything that you see about him in the news is exactly how he is in person. It's fantastic.
0: And that that was one of my favorite movies. (sighs) I mean, just, yeah, just so inspiring. Someone that's down that, uh, yeah, just raises up despite all odds. Um, Completely. And, you know, and he is Chris Gardner is someone that definitely has what we're going to discuss in this episode. Persistence. And Whitney, before we get to what it means to you, I have one idea that I know. It's getting through this episode (laughs) because I hear your voice and I... I think it may have been what last night? Were you at karaoke singing like <laughs> a a Whitney Houston song, like "I Want to Dance with Somebody"? I mean, your voice, I, I can just tell. I, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I wish it was something that cool. No, it wasn't that cool, unfortunately. Okay. But yes, I am going to need some persistence to get through this. I <laughs> have my annual uh, laryngitis that I'm getting over. I don't know how I've managed to miss our previous recordings over all the other seasons because I literally have it every single year. But uh, I have it now, so thank you all for bearing with me as I screech through this.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, so that is one, I mean, teasing to get through this (laughs) episode of uh, of Persistence. But um, when you think of Persistence, what comes to mind?
1: Mm. Gosh, um, I think, you know, the hustle and the grind, the, Mm. like, getting in there and doing it, even – even when it's hard, embracing the suck and just yeah. like, sticking at it every single day.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of something that sucks, so <laughs> Persistence today, some members of our team, and, and we are very excited to to have this release soon, but we're working on brand new content for everyone. Um, we're calling it this bite-sized learning with just awesome courses that are going to teach you everything you need to know about finance, yep. but it is very we are basically building these things from uh, from square one and i will tell you i am not a very tech savvy person so uh so i've been doing some per- persevering these past few days getting through it but it's going to be worth it yeah, yeah
1: the the persistence is definitely going to pay off in this one um i'm super excited about it too it's it's really going to do a lot and change a lot of lives. I think, um, I think it will,
0: but, but I mean, I mean, kind of all joking aside, I mean, it it is tedious and it's tough to do that. And there, there is a lot of persistence that goes with that, but Mm -hmm. you know, to your point, um, you know, persistence, a lot of stuff, I mean, through life, we have to do hard things to, to have success ultimately. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, not everyone has a good marriage. Why? Well they're not persistent with it and they don't work on it. And and you go through bad days with a spouse, you know, you and I haven't had bad days, you know, with our spouses, but most right, people right, right. Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, most people, um, you know, you have that. Um, you know, if it was easy, everyone would be skinny, right? And run marathons. But it's hard, right? And that's where the yeah. persistence comes in, um kind of what you were saying. You going through the muck and bad stuff and you kind of see this goal at the end it's like you know what i'm going to keep plugging along because i am going to achieve something worthwhile but yep. right now <laughs> not so fun
1: yep yep it's that age old saying if it was easy everybody would do it yeah
0: 100 yeah.
1: so when we actually look up this word in the dictionary it means the quality that allows someone to continue doing something or trying to do something even though it is difficult or opposed by other people. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And I kind of like, I mean, that pretty much does sum up everything, you know, that has meaning in our life, but I, I never thought of that too. Um, you know, the, the last part when you just read, like, it's the technical, uh, you know, definition opposed by other people. Cause sometimes we don't think about that either, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, we're battling to do something and, uh, Someone could actually be opposing us, and it could even be a loved one that uh, is kind of Ugh, "I don't want you doing it." But then you know, hey, we're doing this for the the betterment and for the greater good. So yeah, it can face it in different degrees, areas.
1: Yeah, that's so true. We're getting um, very in the weeds here, but it it reminds me of when we talk about inertia and and how that plays a part in finances and kind of going against the grain, going against that resistance. So you definitely have to. Um, be able to persist. Yeah, I guess so, that's uh, one way to look at it. Yeah,
0: know. yeah, 100%. So is there anything in particular, and we kind of just kind of went over a little bit, but like that comes to mind of something like, you know, besides uploading bite-sized learning um, in, in your <laughs> life, that you look back and was like, wow, I really like pers- had perseverance through that. I persisted mm-hmm. through some some uncomfortable things.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I have lots. Um, personally, I think it was probably the entire decade of my 20s. <laughs> okay. There was a lot of a lot of growing up during that time period, a lot of life changes, a lot of big life experiences and a lot of times that you kind of think back to not that long ago when your mom and dad were still taking care of you and life was easy and you go, yeah. why was I rushing that? I know. You know, because uh-huh. like that's when you kind of really are hitting the real world. Mm-hmm. So I think personally it was probably all the things that happened, which I know we've talked about those in various episodes before. Um, but, you know, here recently too, I think it's just, you know, we go through the daily grind every day with work, being a, a FinTech startup and and trying to um, – get everything across to our members and help our members and keep our mission alive, you know, that, that takes a lot of persistence Mm -hmm. as well.
0: But I think we're able to do that too, because we can draw back on some of those things that we have overcome and have persistence, Um, you know, and it reminded me the other day for whatever way. So, I mean, you know, my, my commute can be kind of long sometimes to the office and whatever reason ways took me, i have never gone this way home the other day, I guess traffic was bad on the interstate and I drove by an old elementary school I taught at six years ago and it was, Just so it lines up where the calendar, um, the same day of the week, you know, with the number. So next Thursday will be six years when my dad had a stroke and I was Mm -hmm. teaching at that school. So kind of a lot of flood of memories went back. And then in Tracy and I were just talking about it, like that year. Of what we went through and just, I mean, like we still got up at four o'clock in the morning and went to the gym. We made sure we worked out, but like, and I've shared some of it with it, but like basically I had a caretake for him. So, you know, change him, lift him, all those things, still taught, went part time to school, teaching kids, came home, drove him to therapy, all this stuff. And we were, we were just talking about the other day, Tracy and I, I'm like, how did we do it? Like I look Mm -hmm. back now and still raising two kids and like selling a house, moving twice within a year. I mean, it was just, and it was like, we just did a day at a time. And I think, you know, for me, I think that's a lot of times when we are going through, you know, that was a rough season, but it was also, you know, a positive season for me. You know, I got to help my dad, a very, you know, blessing, but it was hard too. So I think just the key is a lot of those times when we are facing those tough moments, just take it a day at a time don't try Mm -hmm. to look too far ahead and and it's hard to do i get it but like just you know accomplish something every single day and then before you know it you'll be out of it and on to greener pastures hopefully
1: yeah yeah ideally no but that's a that's a really good reminder um we can look to a number of people for inspiration too when it comes to persistence so coming up after the break we're going to share a few of these stories
0: Connect with us on social media. Search at Mentoro Group on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Welcome back. On this episode, we are talking about one of the most difficult things to do, being persistent. However, (laughs) there are numerous real world stories concerning the power of it. Take a listen to one.
1: I want to talk about this last principle. It's called practice faithful persistence. It means never,
0: ever, ever give up. Chicken Soup for the Soul was rejected by 144 publishers. 144 publishers said, we don't want to publish a collection of short
1: stories. Uh, the title, stupid. Chicken Soup for the Soul. What does that mean? People don't buy... So that was Jack Canfield, author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. I would say he exceeded the publisher's expectations of selling 20,000 copies of this book, right? Mm-hmm. There are now hundreds of Chicken Soup for the Soul books and over 500 million copies
0: sold worldwide. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, can you imagine if Jack had quit after being rejected 100 times, right? What would his life look like? So if you have a strong vision and clear goals, never give up.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that's such a good message. It reminds me, too, of... um, J.K. Rowling with Harry Potter, yeah, you know, yep, she's another yes. one. And look at what an amazing franchise that became mm-hmm. and what an impact it's had. Yeah, so, there's plenty,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Plenty,
1: plenty. And speaking of plenty, here's another story about being persistent.
0: How many people have you met in your life who have said things like, I had that idea. I knew about that. Or I, I was so close, but I gave up. I think sometimes the difference between... Success and failure, winning and losing, is a very fine line between those people who will continue to move forward. So that was from Howard Schultz, founder of one of the most iconic brands in the world, Starbucks.
1: Gosh, but it did not start out easy for Howard. In fact, he went to over 200 banks looking for his original loan just to fund his vision.
0: Mm. I mean, that's... can you imagine? <laughs> wow.
1: That's, that's getting denied by... 200. uh, Yeah, that's wild. Not only was he trying to get a loan, his wife was pregnant with their first Mm. child. After a year of rejections, he was able to secure this loan of $400,000 from a doctor and two other investors. Three smart people right there. Mm -hmm. As I enjoy my occasional $5 latte, I think we can all agree that this persistence has led to some success.
0: I like how you said occasional there. So no daily Starbucks trips, right? No,
1: you know I'm too
0: frugal. That's right.
1: That's I, why we have the Keurig here in the mentor office. Obviously. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. All right, and then finally, we'll do uh, one last story of persistence. I almost forgot to make the clubhouse appear, we get to say the magic words Miska Muska Mickey Mouse. Say it with me Miska Muska Mickey Mouse.
1: Danny what in the world
0: (laughs) I knew you'd like that so one of my daughter's favorites growing up the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and you know while pretty much everyone knows the Disney brand the story of how Walt Disney created this empire shows great persistence As a young man, Walt Disney was fired from a local newspaper because his boss thought he lacked creativity. Imagine that. So after a failed animation company, he was barely able to pay his bills and even ate dog food to survive. Wait, what? Dog food? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So with the last few dollars he had left, Walt headed to Hollywood, right? we all, to try and make it big. Unfortunately, this did not pan out either. In fact, he was told Mickey Mouse would fail. He faced constant rejection and pretty much seemed destined to fail.
1: But as we all know, Walt Disney persisted and went on to grow his company with amusement parks and feature films. In fact, Disney World is now considered the happiest place on earth.
0: Besides Mentoro, <laughs> right? So that, yeah, yeah. Right. So um, but as a dad who has been there a few times, I can say it is happy. But not for my wallet. That's for another episode though, since we're focusing on positives here, mm-hmm. right? Not not, not mm-hmm. negatives. But what we can learn from Walt is that we shouldn't stop doing what we love just because the world throws obstacles your way. Personally, I probably would have drawn the line at eating dog food, but you know, maybe kibbles and bits aren't so bad. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna trust him that it is and I'm never gonna try it. No, no. But I mean, if you think about it. Like if someone came to you and said, "Hey, I want to turn a mouse, a mouse of all things into a kid character." I'd be like, "Uh, the gross little rodents that run around?" I mean, right. That wouldn't I, I wouldn't get the warm and fuzzies right away from that. I would think you're probably pretty crazy, but you know, who am I? He's uh running the happiest place on earth I or know. built the happiest place on earth and no. I'm not, so.
0: Well, that's why they created Snow White and Cinderella. Yes. You know, there so you just say, oh, the mouse, okay, we'll, we'll do some other stuff. Yes. At least that's yeah. what I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I guess I would identify with Snow White, me and all my men running around here at Mentoro. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh, I guess so. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so how that's does better. persistence relate to money? I'm I'm glad that uh, you asked, Danny. <laughs> yes, Since yeah. you did. That's what I was but, thinking. Yes, yes. Coming up next, a look at how these two relate.
0: Like what you are hearing on Run with the Bulls? Want a little more? Visit MyMentoro.com and use organization code Run with the Bulls to set up your free account today.
1: Welcome back. In this episode, we have been discussing the power of persistence. Now let's take a look at it from the financial point of view
0: right. So, you know, we've talked about it left and right on this show. Building wealth is a process. It's not just an event, right? It's more of a marathon, not a sprint. And it takes discipline, a long-term outlook, and persistence. So you must focus on what's right for you and your loved ones and not what others are doing. Work hard, maintain a consistent approach. This isn't easy, but it is doable for most people if they choose to make a commitment and stick to it. However, it is usually the stick to the part that trips all this up, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. One way to be persistent with your finances is to recognize that it takes a long time to create anything valuable. Yes, we all want it to be overnight, but that doesn't mean that that's what happens, right? Right. right. So, for example, investing for your retirement, while the stock market fluctuates, it has never lost money over any twenty-year stretch, which is a good, good thing. Right. Uh, that's going back even to the year eighteen seventy-two. So we've got some historical uh, bases here. The difficult part for many is that they don't understand their time frame. They confuse short and long-term savings and end up bailing out at the worst possible moment. Finding a strategy that works and sticking, there's that word again, sticking Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. for decades, despite the ups and downs of the stock market, is not exciting. While you might feel you are missing out on the latest big thing, your persistence will be what rewards you in the end
0: right and we all want the quick wins and i think that's what yeah. happens with stocks i mean like if you're like if you're at a cocktail party like hey what what's your investments well you know i'm just in a great target date fund people are going to walk away but you're like hey i got bitcoin and this and that mm-hmm. that's where it's exciting but long term yes you can make money off of those and you know who knows? but long term this when you look at it over any 20 year period Stocks have not lost it. I don't know what they're going to do in the future. You don't know what they're going to do in the future. But if we look at history since, what would you say, 1872, that's the way they have performed. So persistent, stick with it, consistent. It's not sexy. It's not fun. They're not going to be, you know, probably in the headlines. But you know what? 50 years down the road, when it's time to retire, guess what you'll have? Money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's what we want.
1: I actually just had a thought for a new slogan. Persistence is the new sexy you know, they 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 did the whole knowledge is sexy thing a while back. Yes. Yeah, we'll just change it to persistence.
0: Okay, I like it. Well, we Full were going to do ideas. a calendar with the the men of Mentoro so we could. We <laughs> the
1: dwarf. <laughs> Snow White and the, and the I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I was thinking something. But okay, okay. So another way to be persistent financially is to work hard every day. So even if you don't see immediate improvement, work hard right? It will get noticed. Building your skill set should enable you to earn more money, which can help you save more. Small increases in savings each year are barely observable at first, but if you continue to save more every year, these savings will add up. So far too many people give up because they become impatient with these small steps. Knowing these steps are leading to a bigger finish. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if you do usually work hard over time, you will get an increase in salary and get a bump up. And if you're investing, and that's why, you know, a lot of times when we talk to people, if you, it's good to do a dollar amount, but if you can do a percentage of your salary, that to me is where the trick comes in because mm-hmm. you set it and forget it. One time you make that thing, you go, you know, talk to Florence and HR and say, hey, I want to do this, invest. And that's, you make one decision your entire life. I want to invest four or 5% of my salary. Don't ever do anything. And every year when you get a raise or every whenever you do, guess what? You're investing more and you don't have to do anything. Right. But right. just stick with it. That's the persistence of yep. it.
1: Absolutely. On top of that, a way to build wealth is to keep saving consistently for a long time without giving up. While it might satisfy a short-term urge to remodel your kitchen by tapping into your 401k, Please resist this temptation and stick to the plan. Investing yeah. is simple, but maybe not always as easy. Right.
0: And that's why, I mean, we have talked about it a lot, of the mm-hmm. difference between short and long-term investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there, there might be a course on that that we, we, we've been yeah, working on. Yeah. yeah, But you have to know the difference, right? So a kitchen remodel would be more of a short-term savings. Saving for a car that you're going to get in a few years, short-term savings. You do not want to tap from your long-term savings, for short term stuff, because then you're missing out on the power of compound interest and all sorts of things. And it's just this discipline, the habit of doing it that's going to lead to success. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, that's kind of what trips them up as well as they get all excited. Hey, I want to save for retirement. And while that's a great thing, and we want you to if you have nothing saved for the short term and you start saving for retirement, you're probably going to have to dip into your retirement fund because life will happen. If we're alive, right. something's going to go wrong.
1: Right. You never want to rob Peter to pay Paul.
0: Right. Right. So, and that's, in essence, what you're doing when, right. when you take from your retirement account for short-term savings. Yep. So I must for, forewarn you, uh, this next one is easier said than done. Enjoy the process and don't worry about the outcome. I yeah. kept saying that today when I was looking at that computer screen and my eyes were going, but enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, so the great thing about saving for retirement is you can put it on auto- autopilot. So you can set once again, the percentage or amount of salary you want to invest each pay period and let it ride. Then enjoy your life and ignore all the, if it bleeds it leads news headlines that the media outlets like to share. Focus on the fact that you will be financially secure by sticking to your plan. Mm-hmm.
1: This final way to be persistent with your money is one we could highlight every single episode. Don't compare yourself to others. Mm. It's it's the root of all evil, it I is, think. It is. Instead, compare the current you to the you from two years ago. Trying to emulate others can lead to lifestyle creep. This means that the more you make, the more you spend. Your only accomplishment is making the hamster wheel spin uh, faster. Mm -hmm. So just to reiterate, don't worry about what others have. Worry about what you have and what you can do if you want to change your outcome right.
0: and comparing, uh, you know, to me, like compare yourself to where you were a year ago or mm-hmm. two years ago. And that's even like when you look at exercise plans, when I used to go, you know, to, to the gym, they had a big sign up It said, you know, be the best you can be. So I'm not trying to bench press more than this guy or do many more burpees. No, I'm trying to beat what I did yesterday or what I beat last week. And the same with our money too. We shouldn't compare ourselves to others. Focus on yourself. Say, okay, I'm bad. Be- I'm a, better spot this year than I was last year. And next year, I'm going to be even a better spot and just keep Mm -hmm. making that progress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then also keep in mind that no matter how rich you are, there will always be someone who has more than you. And these people might be buying their stuff with a credit card. So once again, look at yourself, build a disciplined savings plan and follow it with no deviations. Competing with your social media friends over who has the most stuff is not a good use of your time or your retirement account. And I'll say, you know, just talk about, you know, there's always going to be someone that has more money than you. And and I I don't want to, you know, kind of, you know, make fun of it necessarily. But, you know, we what was it, month, two months ago where tragically those people passed away going down to the Titanic. So you think Mm -hmm. those people had more money. And I like I thought horrible tragedy. I feel for them. But like the amount of money that it would, that it took to do that. And I'm like, what else, you know, you could have done so much other things. And I do think sometimes a lot of people, when you do, and we want you to have a lot of money, but it can get you into trouble as well. And that's when I think the comparison game, even when you have a lot of money, it's like, oh, you know what? Well, I'm going to go, you know, down in the sea, or I'm going to build a space shuttle to go, you know, it's one of those things. I, I think the comparison game, even when you have more, if you're in the wrong frame of mind, there's still, you're going to try to up and up and up and mm-hmm. up. And I mean, where does it end?
1: Right. Um, it's, it's interesting. I'm reading a book about the Vanderbilt family right now, and it's going into uh, the Commodore, Cornelius Vanderbilt, okay. who is kind of the the patriarch who started the that that dynasty or that legacy for that family. And it talks a lot about his um, just obsession with money and how much emphasis he put in money. And it's kind of like what you're saying, when that becomes your goal, and that becomes your focus, and everything is the amount of money you have and what you have because of that money, mm-hmm. then you lose sight of what you're even doing it for. And then you become thrill-seeking, and you become numb to all of these other emotions and boundaries and things in life that help to kind of keep us in check. Mm-hmm. And that comparison just goes way out of the water. Yeah. Um, so... You know, I definitely think that's a real thing that we all struggle with, especially in this day and age. And, sure, uh, you know, it's, it's easy to do.
0: Well, and, we, and one of our things when we talk about what it means, you know, to, to you know, be financially well, it's as a position of health and not wealth. Right, and that's just you know some people just no matter how much they have they're not wealthy enough but they're definitely not healthy. <laughs> you, right, you, you can have a lot of money but not be healthy. Right. So although right. Biltmore House is pretty cool, so I would say. it is pretty. But dope. I can't imagine yeah. for the time that it was built. I can imagine what because uh, now it's amazing. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I know.
1: I know. It's um. For anybody who hasn't been, it's in Asheville, North Carolina, and it is absolutely beautiful. It's one of my favorite places to yeah. go, and at Christmas they decorate. Yeah, we
0: went at Christmas, and I think there was like twenty trees now, something. It was crazy. Yeah, it's but wild. yeah, yeah. It's wild. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, Danny, I know you will love this next one since you have been accused of being both, but not knowing the difference between being cheap and frugal. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. Warren Buffett once said, games are won by players who focus on playing the field, not By those whose eyes are glued to the scoreboard. Uh So keep those points in mind, and your likelihood of having financial success will increase. Good habits will eventually lead to great results in whatever it is that you do. The key is to figure out what works for you, and there's that word again, Mm. stick to it. Uh, Your process will determine your future. Spend time developing it, and then just enjoy
0: life. I mean... Yes. Right? That right there is what we call a financial mic drop. That's sums Boom. It up. But I do, I have to rewind just one second because you talked about being frugal and cheap and we actually talked yeah. about it on a podcast and I took a picture and if you heard the last episode, I guess it was the last episode, two episodes. Yeah, but we we're talking about the difference, uh, financial mistakes that we made Yeah, and cheap and frugal talked about my LL Bean backpack so yes. I took a picture of it, and I sent it to L.L. Bean, and they posted it on their social <laughs> media pages. Yes. So it was my backpack was on Insta, and it's on their Facebook page, and the world gets to see my 23-year-old backpack that's older than two of our team members. So there you go.
1: Yeah. You guys have to check it out. I was genuinely shocked. At- yes how old it actually was because you've really taken care of it. Yeah. But Good quality stuff right yeah, there.
0: L.L. Bean thought so too. So there you go. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that uh, that does it for this episode. Uh, please check us out on social media. We are at all your usual places. And if you ever have a topic for us you'd like us to cover, feel free to email us at podcast at mentorogroup.com. Whitney, thank you so much for chatting. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next time as we run with the Bulls. Run with the Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro and hosted by Danny Kofke and Whitney Queen. Learn more by visiting mentorogroup.com.